You are now listening to The Tongue of Satan Part 2 taught by Pastor Randall Crawford Sr. Please visit our website at BethelHouseOfTruth.org to listen to more messages like this one. Again, that is BethelHouseOfTruth.org. If you're thinking about giving your life to Jesus Christ, or if you've already made the decision and would like to get baptized, send us an email at info at goodfig.tv. Again, that is info at goodfig.tv. Enjoy the message and God bless you. Welcome everyone to Bethel House of Truth this Sunday service. Praise be the Yahweh at you the highest. Amen? Amen. All right. The serpent's tongue part dos, part two. So, what did we learn last time? The serpent's tongue comes from only one person, the devil himself. Amen. He has an innate ability to make someone believe that he is more than what he really is. Amen. You have to understand that. Because that that gets you to believing that you're more than what you really are. Amen. And we're not. Right? We're not. It's one of the first signs you can see when you're dealing with who? The devil. He pumps you up. Amen. He pumps up. He butters your bread. He butters your bread. He butters your bread. And it's a problem. It's a serious, serious problem. So, the serpent tongue. We got to the char- character The character of those who speak with the serpent tongue. Okay? And we're going to be getting into more character as well. We know we know a lie is a lie. Amen. We know that there's covert op that God allows. The military uses covert op. God allows covert op. He uses covert op. So covert op is not a lie. Okay? It's just not wanting your enemy to know your location or what you're doing in life so they can ruin you. Amen? Period. Now, you have to understand this as well. The serpent tongue is direct. Lying is a spirit, first of all. It's a spirit. And lying is not of God. It is of the devil, and we're going to learn that today. And no better place to start than Genesis chapter 3, verse 1. Genesis 3.1 For the first lie in the Bible And verse 4 So we're going to start with verse 1 though If you have it, please say glory to God This will end um, This sequence on lying Now the serpent was more subtle Than any beast of the field Which the Lord Yahweh God had made Now subtle means He was wiser, smooth Slick. He was truly a pimp with a feather in his hat. Amen? <laughs> That's who the devil is. Okay? He's a pimp with a feather in his hat. Alright? He gets people to do whatever. I mean, look at your look at your for a young woman. Okay? For now because Eve is gonna come up. For a young woman, okay? A pimp. A pimp. A real pimp, right? A real pimp can get a woman without wisdom to do what? Anything. Anything at all. And so if you think about this woman, this child, they're usually younger, this child's life, home, under the safety of her mom and dad, probably don't want to obey the rules of mom and dad, but under the safety of mom and dad, three square meals a day plus snacks, free television, okay, free water, the whole nine hours, and ice, okay? Now, she gets out there in the world, and she sees... A pimp, right? 
the feathered hat. The devil. He convinces her that her parents are holding her back. Right? Think about it. He, he will convince that girl that he can give her a better life. You may get slapped up a little bit, but it's a better life. You may become a garden utensil, but it's a better life. Right? You can't come and go. You may be living in different places, but it's a better life. He will convince her of that. Amen? That's what Satan did. It's exactly what he did. He, he will convince you that what he's offering you is better. Always. And it's never better than what God can offer you. Amen? Does that make sense? So let's, let's read on this pen here. And he said unto the woman, Yea, have God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree in the garden? And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees in the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, which is naga, lest you die. Lest you die. Now she just told the truth. Okay? Walk Satan in verse 4. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. Well, that's a lie. Because you will die. You, you mess with the devil, you're going to what? Die. Period. That's the way it goes. He is the father of all sin. Sin leads to what? Death. Period. Without Jesus Christ and repentance, sin leads to death. Now let's prove his lie first. Verse 16, back in chapter 2. You should look right over it. should be right there. And the Lord Yahweh, and the magnificent, omnipotent, wonderful Lord Yahweh, God commanded, it's a polysendented, this word and here, so I have to do it just like that. Polysendented just meaning that there's more being said here than what's being taught. Amen. And God commanded the man saying, of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat. You can eat of any tree in the garden, you can freely eat it. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, I didn't know trees could have knowledge of good and evil. Right? So you know we're not dealing with a regular tree. You know we're dealing with who? The devil. Amen? But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou shalt eat is thereof, thou shalt what? So who's lying? Say he's lying. And he's always lying. That's his native tongue. He created that language. So when you lie, you're speaking another language. Amen? It's a whole other language that you're speaking. And everyone on earth can speak that language. It just depends if you want to, right? It depends if you want to. So, like, I don't know if you have Spanish people in your family, but I don't. But people think I'm Spanish. So, if I'm somewhere, and I'm with a whole bunch of Spanish people in the past or anytime tomorrow or whatever, and we're sitting somewhere, they'll say to me, they'll start speaking Spanish. I'll be like, eh, I'm not Spanish, ma'am. Or sir, and then I hear the word help, and I'll be like, "Oh, you need help." They'll be like, "Yes, please." Verse five. Here we go. <laughs> For God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, your eyes shall be what? Open. Okay. Now it is actually a closing. Amen. It's actually a closing. Your eyes will close, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. Now, right now, all they know is what. Good. That's all they know. That's all God wanted them to know was good. 
He didn't tell them, well, the devil's going to be in the garden. He's going to be tempting you. He didn't say that to you. All he said was stay away from the tree of knowledge of good and evil and don't touch the tree of life. Period. That's all he said. You can't eat from them two trees. Here comes Satan. Here comes Satan. So some people say, well, should have God told them more? No. He gave the commandment, right? And the commandment is the commandment, right? You can't go above that. You can't go under that. You got to stay right where it is. Anything else is a sin. And when the woman saw, wait, let's see, verse. Knowing good and evil. So he described the type of tree. He described himself to her. Okay? Letting her know that she will know good and evil. And that she's going to be a god. That's a problem right there. Do you see everything that's in here? Falsehood. Idol worship. Pride. Self-introspection. Lust. Do you see everything that's in that verse, right? You see that, right? I'm going to read it again. For God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, your eyes shall be open. This word open is atash. And it means backbone, and it's, it's, it's actually the central nervous system that brings about a closing. Whenever you deal with the devil, it closes your eyes to the truth. Amen? You got to know that. So, you ever been in the world? Yeah. You ever been in the world, right? And when you're in the world, your eyes are closed to what's right. Amen? You're, your eyes are only open to what you think and what you want to do. Because what you want to do seems right to you. Amen? Make sense? Right? For God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. Knowing good and evil. That's, that's wild. Here we go, six. And the woman saw, meaning she observed as she looked with her fleshly eyes, that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, good to look on. Satan's beautiful. Amen? He is absolutely, as some people say, he's gorgeous. Satan's gorgeous. Very handsome. And a tree to be desired lustfully. That's what that word desire plays on. To make one wise, fake promises, all lies. She took of the fruit thereof and did eat. Now, she didn't take of the fruit of the tree because, frankly, the, the tree has no fruit. But the tree does have fruit, spiritual fruit. And she took of that fruit. Okay? And gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. So you have the first sexual homosexual act here. Okay? And you also have them being beguiled by the devil. Spiritual deceit. Amen? Watch this. And the eyes of them both were opened, and they knew that they were what? Because they had no clue. They had no clue they were naked. Because naked means shame, right or wrong. I'm quite sure um, if if um, if you get busted by the cops for being on Lookout Mountain, okay, the place where you go and you put your girlfriend in high school or in college or whatever, and you're making out Lookout Mountain, right? So, and then the cops will be, hey, what's going on in there, right? 
and you're naked, right? You don't want the cops to see you naked, right or wrong. So what are you going to do? You're going to try to cover up, but if you move, you're going to get shot because you're black. <laughs> so you don't want to cover up, right? So you're like, all right, God, all right, cops, you got me, right? It's, it's a serious, serious problem, right? But the shame of it is shameful, amen? amen? It's extremely shameful. So you don't want the cop to see your nakedness or your shame to find out what you're doing, amen? Get it? It's a problem. And the eyes of them both were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. You're, 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 they're trying to hide their um, relations that they just had with the devil and themselves. Eight. And they heard the voice of the Lord Yahweh, God, walking in the garden in the cool of the day. One of my favorite verses. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. So I want you to see something here. We hide ourselves when we sin, do we not? Yep. We hide ourselves. We disguise ourselves, do we not? We put on a different face to disguise the sin, right? Because it's shameful, amen? Because it's shameful. Or we won't show up that week, or we, we got an excuse this week, or something happened this week because of shame. Shame is sin. Sin is shame. So now, what are they doing? Are they lying verbally? So how are they lying? There's some more lies. There's some more lies here. Okay, going on here. There's more. There's more. Um, you can lie physically. You can lie mentally. Okay. And I want you to see that and understand that. That's why he says your thoughts have to be pure. Amen. They have to be pure. Because why would you hide from God, who was only good, who's only been good to you from day one when he created you? Why would you hide from God? Amen? Think about it. Why would you? Watch this. And the Lord Yahweh, wait, hold on, I'll listen to it. And the magnificent, omnipotent, wonderful, great, awesome Lord Yahweh, God, called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? Where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden and I was afraid. Afraid? Afraid of God? You, you're hiding yourself because you know you disobeyed me? You're hiding yourself because you know there's shame on you? You're hiding yourself because you know you're wrong. Amen. Because I was naked and I hid myself. I was shamed. This word naked clearly means shame. 11. And he said, who told thee thou was naked? You didn't even, you were walking around happy and free. Who told you that you had your birthday suit on? Hast thou eaten of the tree whereof I commanded thee that thou shouldest not eat? Did you break my commandment, Adam and Eve? Because your body language says you're trying to keep something from me. Your body language says you're lying to me. So I'm asking you, honestly, did you break my commandment? 
And the man said, The woman whom thou givest to be with me, she gave me of the tree, and I did eat. Okay, so what is this called? Hmm? What is this called? What? I can't hear you. He told on Eve? Okay. So what's it called? I forgot. Throwing her in the bus, yeah. What's it called? I gave you. Passing the blame. Okay? This is what liars do. Okay? Liars, well, what about you? What about me? What, what about me? This is what the devil does. Well, what about you? What about you? That's what he does. I'm giving you a clear page on how you know you're dealing with someone who's a freaking liar. Okay, so when they're talking to you, you can be like, "These are facts, because it's from the Bible. Nothing made up. I use them every day." This is called redirecting blame. Redirecting blame. You know, how you take a child. And your child's doing something and that you don't want them to do. So instead of spanking them, you just redirect them and you be like, hey, look, what about this? They'll be like, oh, that's nice. And they, and they walk over there to that thing, right? That's what you have to do with human beings, too. You have to redirect them because they're going to try to redirect the blame from them. To put, they'll put it on their own kids. They don't really matter. They'll put it on um, someone they're supposed to be loved. It doesn't matter as long as they're not found out. Amen. Watch this. And the man said, The woman whom thou givest to be with me, she gave me of the, of the tree, and I did eat. And the Lord, and the magnificent, omnipotent, great, marvelous, wonderful, I am, Yahweh, God said unto the woman, What is this that thou hast done? And the woman said, The serpent beguiled me, holy seduce, expatio in the Greek. And I did eat. He tricked me. He seduced me. He put a date rape drug in my drink. Basically what he did. Okay? But with words. Amen? But with words. But with words. Watch out. Now for every sin, there is a consequence. Amen? When you don't repent truly in Jesus' name. Yahweh forgives with his loving heart, with his grace, his mercy. And Satan, in Satan's case, he has no love in him at all. He wants to make war against those that want to serve Yahweh in Jesus Christ's name. He wants to do that. What he wants to do. What he wants to do. That's exactly what he wants to do. He wants to make war. So Satan has no love for nobody but himself. You got to know we have the victory. Where's it written that he wants to make war against those? Verse 17, Revelations 12. Something you don't want to forget. And the dragon, which is another name for who? The devil. The dragon. Matter of fact, let me read you his names so there's no confusion. In verse 9 here. And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceived the whole world. He was cast into the earth, and his angels were cast with him, six trump. Okay? And then you go down to verse 17. And the dragon, so you know who we're talking about, right? 
And the dragon was wroth with the woman and went to make war with the remnant of her seed, which keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. That's you. That's those who have this truth. That's you in this time of generation. Amen. Amen. So he's going to make war against you. But no fear, we have the victory in Jesus' name. So when you live by Yahweh's truth, Satan becomes your enemy. Amen? That's the fact. When you live by the truth of God, Satan becomes your enemy. When you live by the truth of the world and by a lie, I said the truth of the world and a lie, Satan becomes your God. Amen? And we don't want to do that. And when you let your... Your body lie for you. Your body's now lying. Your 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 physical is lying for you. That's a problem, amen. It's a huge problem. Let's go to um, Leviticus 19. God giving out some commandments here, letting you know what it is. Leviticus 19:11. If they ever see glory to God, and it reads, "You shall not steal." Neither deal falsely, neither lie one to another. So there should be no stealing, which is a commandment. Lying is not a commandment, but you, you pretty much can say it is. Because God hates it, amen? He hates a liar. It's an abomination to him, amen? You shall not steal, neither deal falsely, which is lie to each other, neither lie one to another. So you shouldn't lie to your brother or your sister in Christ, amen? You especially shouldn't lie to your pastor and first lady. It's just not good. It's just, it's just not good. It's just not good. Let me, let me explain something to you. What happens? Okay? If me and you are having a conversation, right? And your body, your mental, your spiritual, your, your tongue, it's just lying completely. Everything's just a lie. Right? First of all, I'm going up. Right? It's... it's, it's you ain't going to be able to be around me because of the Holy Spirit because I'm going to know when something's true and when something's not true. I'm going to know, right? Now, depending on if I decide to say something or not, if God tells me to say something, right, then I'll say something. If not, I'm not going to say anything, right? I'm going to let you go as deep as you want to go, right? As deep as you want to go. But something happens when you're going deep. When you're going deep and you decide to lie and be a liar, and allow Satan to work through you, through your spirit, your mind, your body, whatever, your tongue. Now I have to pray something against you, okay? To correct you. Amen? That's the way it goes. That's, that's just the way it goes. That's the way it always goes. Literally always goes. So, you, so we have to correct without confrontation sometimes. Amen. About confrontation. Confrontation meaning you're on the last stake. It's like you're. It's like you. You got. You took the last. What's that stuff they make brooms out of? Straw. You took the last straw out of the broom. Okay. And now we got. I gotta have confrontation with you, right? And that's a problem. Think about. It. You could. You could be prayed for in a good way, or you could be prayed for in a bad way. It's literally up to you. Amen? And that's the truth. Because I know for a fact God hears my prayers. For a fact. For a fact. It's a fact. 
Here we go. Lying to one another is never good. We're supposed to be each other's confident. Twelve. And ye shall not swear by my name falsely. Meaning, if you if you're gonna don't say, I, I swear to the Lord. Then you don't perform. Okay? You're in trouble. My hand on everything. My hand on everything. What do you mean your hand on everything? What does that even mean? Can your hand touch everything? No, it can't. What's that mean? Where did that come from? No, no, no. I never understood. Like when people say, my hand on my kids. What are you doing? No. Don't do that. Don't put your hand on your kids. Don't put your hand on these my dead kids too. What? You mean you don't you don't say on your dead kids? You don't do that. You just don't swear by anything, amen. You don't swear by anything. Watch this. Especially don't swear by the name of God, of Jesus Christ, and then never perform what you swore to God. And ye shall not swear by my name falsely. It has to be in truth. Amen? See that, right? It has to be in truth. Neither shall thou profane the name of thy God. I am the Lord Yahweh. That's his sacred name. So if it's sacred, why profane it? If it's sacred, why swear by it falsely? Amen? Yeah, be about your father's business. 13 to close this chapter up. Thou shalt not defraud thy neighbor, neither rob him or her. Don't do that. Don't, don't defraud your neighbor. Your neighbor, who's your neighbor? Your neighbor's whoever you're around. Whoever you're around. Not the person living next to you, but whoever you're around. The person you work with, I'm your neighbor. The person that lives in California or in Texas, that's your neighbor. You don't defraud no one, Amen. It's bad. The wages of him that is hired shall not abide with thee all night until the morning. Listen, if someone does a job for you, okay, you make sure you pay them the same day. The sun is not to go down at all. At all. And they not have that check or that money transferred to their account, or that cash in their hand, right? You have to pay them same day. I am a stickler with this. Stickler. If someone's doing something for me, I'm paying you this. I'm paying you before it's even done. And if it ain't right, you're going to give me some money back. Simple as that. But I'm paying you to get it out of the way. Make sense? If you did a good job, I'm going to throw a bone to you. Can't hold people. I've been in service my whole life. So if 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 I'm doing a service for someone, when I'm done, I want to get paid, right? Makes sense, right? Like if like if a little rabbit comes to the veterinarian shop, right, Neri? Right? And the rabbit paws broke, right? Okay. I gotta put a cast on the rabbit, right? So you put a little cast about this big on the rabbit's foot, right? And then they go, okay, thanks. So the bill, the check's in the mail. No, it ain't. The check needs to be on the counter, or it needs to be swiped, or you need to pay cash. That's what you need to do, amen? That's how God feels. 
got to pay. Anything else is false. This is clear. This is very clear. We are to be honest with Yahweh and ourselves and our neighbors and our brothers and sisters in Christ. Never to defraud, but always truthful in Jesus' name. Anything else is a lie of Satan. Period. That's how I look at it. That's how I look at life. Anything else is a lie. Let's go to Psalms 119. The longest psalm in the Bible. Psalms 119. You know this psalm is long when it goes um, all the way to 174 verses. That's long, right? That's long. Psalm, we're going to read it all, so I'm joking. No, Psalms 119. Psalms 119. One sixty one. One sixty-three and sixty-five. There's those. If they have us, so glory to God. Glory. Princes have persecuted me without a cause, but my heart standeth in all of Thy word. Now, just because people are unjust towards me, okay, towards you, I will, he's saying you should never be unjust towards them. At all. And it should never cause you to stray away from the word of God. Amen. Just because someone says or does something to you don't mean you got to retaliate. Amen. You just don't. Words are just words. Right? Words are words. Now, if someone gets physical with you and it's for no reason, you got to write the love some steam. Right? But if it's just because of words, I'm trying to make heaven, I hope. Watch this. You gotta stand in awe in God's word, no matter what. Stand in the presence of the Lord. I rejoice at thy word as one that findeth great spoil. Hmm. He's saying, I rejoice because I know it's true. It blesses my life. That's what the word of God does. It's true. It blesses your life. Amen. I hate and abhor. That's a stronger word for hate. I hate and abhor lying. But the law, but thy law do I love. How are you supposed to live? Right there. I hate and I abhor lying. But thy law do I love. The word lying here consists of three things. I want you to write this down. Consists of three things. 
the first one is falsehood. Whatever, whatever's a lie and false. Okay. Especially um, false religion and idolatry. So this is what David's saying here. He's saying, I hate falsehood. Meaning, what makes something a lie and what makes something false. That has a lot of applications, does it not? That goes, like, anywhere, right or wrong. Because you'll say, well, that's your opinion if you agree with that or not, right? But it ain't really your opinion because God made laws, right or wrong. So therefore, if the law's in place, your opinion doesn't matter, amen? You have to stick to what God's law says, and if you go against that, it's a lie and it's false, right? That's why I don't understand why this abortion thing is so wrong. It's murder. Right? It's murder. Straight up murder. That's why I don't understand why women get so upset about it. My career, your career is not over. It's not over. It's not over. You could be pregnant and work. Who cares? There's other laws, there's safe haven laws. Where if you don't want the baby, don't kill it. Drop it off at the hospital when you give birth to it. Boom. I'll go give birth to it in the hospital. And it's clear. You're clear. There's no charges pressed against you. Just don't kill it. Amen. Especially false religion. God's against false religion. He hates it. He loathes it. An idolatry. He hates it. He loathes it. He abhors it. So there you go. Those are the things. If you can stay away from these things, you're going to be a blessed person. Now, I mean, you already got two of them down, okay? You're not into idolatry. You're not into false religion. Now, the falsehood stuff, that's on you. That's something you got to work out on your own, amen? You got to work out your own salvation on that one because it means whatever makes something a lie or false. Again, the application on that is wide. It's extremely wide. That's why that's why I gave you the key to that, though. I said, the word of God states, he says, love what I love, hate what I hate. This won't affect you. Amen? At all. You're good. Live by the fruits of the spirit. It can't affect you. You're good. You're good. 164. Seven times a day do I praise thee because of thy righteous judgment. It makes, it makes them happy. God's ways should make you happy. They should make you um, ecstatic with joy. It should make you want to praise God even more and more and more. They should make you happy. And, and it should show forth in your life happiness, joy, peace, not sadness and gloominess. Amen? Not anger. Not bitterness. Because of who you are. One sixty-five. Here's another note. Great peace have they, which love thy law. Great peace. That's that's true. 
great peace. And nothing shall offend them. Nothing. And I ain't talking about, if I were to say, hey, four eyes, right? Talking to you in the front with the glasses. Hey, four eyes. That shouldn't offend you. I have four eyes, right? Yes. You have four eyes. To have Yahweh's peace is to have every blessing connected with Yahweh and Christ's peace in your life. Do you hear that? Hold on. To have Yahweh's peace. His peace. It's to have every blessing connected with Yahweh and Christ's peace in your life. Period. There's so much stuff connected with peace. Joy, happiness, blessings, love, favor. All this is connected with peace. Wisdom. Understanding. All connected with peace. Watch this. The word offend here, though. It ain't no fin like you think, like I said, four eyes. No. You, you won't be offended by um, someone calling you four eyes. Who cares? That's small. Okay? We have to learn to... If someone's doing something or saying something, it shouldn't change your thought process at all. You have to learn to just deal with it. It shouldn't change your thought process at all. You know people are ignorant, right? It doesn't matter. Watch this. The word offend here. Meaning, no words from man or Satan will make you stumble or turn from Yahweh's ways. You could try from his holy truth. You may not like the words. You may not like them. It's just words, though. Words should never cause you to go word for word and leave the truth of Yahweh. Meaning what? A word should not cause you to come out of yourself. Amen? Should never cause you to come out of yourself. Now, I've been young. Amen? I've been young. And I've, and I've been called things. Okay? I've been called the N-word. I've been called a whole bunch of things. Right? And the younger me will come out of myself. Okay? The younger me might take you, right, and stuff you inside of a can. The younger me. The older me knows I'm not coming out of my I'm not going tit for tat with you. It's just words. It's just words. It's just words. Amen. It shouldn't cause you to leave God's presence. Just words? Satan got you like that? Right? At one point he had me like that. What what'd you say? It's just words. Amen. It's just words. Satan wants to destroy. He wants to make your your um he wants to destroy your credibility. Period. That's what he wants to do. He wants to destroy. He wants people to look at you differently, not on what God wants people to look at you. He wants you. He wants people to look at you like you're a nobody, like you're a hothead, a tempered person. It's just words. Words don't hurt. They do. Words hurt. Words do hurt. But guess what? They don't hurt like that, right? Right or wrong? They don't hurt like that. Yahweh knows who follows him in truth and in love. You gotta understand that he does. 
And if it's just words, Satan would love to offend you. He really would to get you out of yourself. But we live in that peace, do we not? Amen. Lord Yahweh, I have hope for thy salvation and done thy commandments. I'm waiting on my blessing. I'm waiting on everything you promised. I believe it. My soul have kept thy testimony and I love them exceedingly. So you're not, this person, this person here, he's not just, um, he's not just a talker, he's a doer, amen? This guy here is a doer. I have kept thy precepts and thy testimonies for all my ways are before thee. You know everything about me. I ain't hiding nothing, God. Not one thing am I hiding, not one. You know me, you know who I am. You know exactly who I am. There's no reason to hide. So, with that being said, we just talked about um, Satan trying to offend you, to bring you out of yourself, to make every see when Satan brings you out of yourself, it causes you to look like everything that God taught you is a lie. Amen. It's a lie, right? It's a lie. It's not a lie. You just had a rough bout for that moment. It's all true. Let's go to John. John 8. John 8. John 8. John 8 verse 1. I'm going to do this whole chapter. Might as well, right? I got nothing else to do. <laughs> John 8, 1. Never say glory to God. Jesus went unto the Mount of Olives. And early in the morning, he came into the temple. And all the people came unto him. And he sat down and taught them. And the scribes and the Pharisees brought unto him a woman taken in adultery. And when they had set her in the midst, first of all, I want to say to you, where's the guy? Where's the guy? They didn't bring the guy, right? They brought the woman, right? Talk about sexes, right? That's just, that's horrible, right? And she ain't trying to put the blame on the guy. She ain't trying to put the blame on the saying. I've sinned. She's not saying she's just like, I, I've sinned. I've sinned. I screwed up. Right? I committed adultery. What's this? And when they had set her in the midst, they said unto him, Master, Christ, this woman was taken in adultery. I want you to listen to their, their conniving voice. Okay? Little serpents. Little um, soothsayers. This woman was taken in adultery. And the very act of it. Now that means they called her. Right? There's no way around that. Now Moses and the law commanded us that such should be stoned. But what sayest thou? Now we know the law has not changed. Amen? We know that. The law has not changed to this day. But thank God for Jesus Christ 
who gives what? Grace, mercy. So you can have forgiveness for adultery. Now, and all is forgotten. But if Jesus Christ never came, adultery means you got to get stoned. You got to die. Because you got to get that wickedness, that abomination out of the camp of Israel. Amen? Period. Thank God for Jesus Christ. But they're trying to trap him here with, his, with their words. But you can't trap the word of God. Jesus is the word of God. You can't trap Jesus. Six. This they said, tempting him, that they might have to excuse him. To, excuse me, to accuse him. Duh, to accuse him. But Jesus stooped down and with his finger wrote on the ground. As though he heard them not. Now let me explain to you what he's writing. It's about seven of them here. Okay? And they're all accusing this one woman. So it's seven people and it's sand. Because Jerusalem is full of sand. Right? And he's writing on the ground in Hebrew or Greek or Aramaic. It doesn't matter. Or Latin. Whatever. It doesn't matter. They understand it. He's writing. He's, he's a communicator. So he's writing on the ground each name of each Pharisee and scribe. Okay? Each name of each Pharisee and scribe and the very sin that they committed. Not even too long ago. About the same day. Okay? You just committed this sin. You just committed this sin. You just committed Paul, um, Simon, Jephus, um, 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 Sam, Billy. You committed all these sins. That's what he's writing on the ground. Watch this. So when they continue asking him, he lifted up himself and said unto them, He that is without sin among you, let him first cast let him first cast a stone at her. Now he just wrote all their sins on the ground. Right? And they see this. Because he wrote it in big sand letters, right? So they see their names and their sins under their name. And he's saying. He who is without sin cast the first stone. You can't cast nothing. Amen? Because everyone's with sin. He even told them their sin. That would have, if I was a Pharisee or a scribe, I'd be like, bruh. <laughs> I'd be like, bruh. Right? And I would have jumped right on the train of Jesus. Amen? Because I'm trying to trap you and you telling me my sin. Who's trapping who? Right? He's trapping who? Praise God. But he's trapping them even without judgment. Amen? This is how great he is. Watch this. He said it. He's going to write some more stuff. I guess they're not convinced. And again he stooped down and wrote on the ground. You want to know what you did last week too? Hold on. That you didn't repent for? Hold on. And they which heard it being convicted by their own what? By their own conscience, by their own sin. Went out one by one, being beginning at the eldest, even until the last. And Jesus was left alone and the woman standing in the midst. Now, she was against the wall because that's what that's the area where they brought her, where Jesus was sitting down, was a whole sandy area and it had a huge wall right there. I mean, a huge wall, right? And that wall was used for stoning. 
They knew exactly where they were bringing her, where they ran her to. And Jesus knew to meet them there because he was already there waiting for them to come. Glory to God. When Jesus had lifted up himself, he got up, walked over to her, and saw none but the woman. He saith unto her, Woman, where is those thine accusers? Have no man condemned thee? She saith, No man, Lord. And Jesus said unto her, Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. Glory to God. Sin no more. There's no reason for you to be sinning anyway. Stop. Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, Now he's getting fed up because they're hypocrites. They're big time hypocrites. And they're supposed to be helping the people, but they help themselves a little too much. I am the light. Yashir, the light. God's sacred name. Of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Glory to God. And that's the truth. The Pharisees therefore said unto him, Thou bearest record of thyself, thy record is not true. Uh oh, we're talking about truth here, huh? Hold on. Jesus again said unto them, Though I bear record of myself, yet my record is true, for I know whence I came and whether I go, but ye cannot tell whence I come and whether I go. You don't know who sent me? You don't know who I am? The great I am. Watch this. Ye judge after the flesh. And they do. I judge no man. And yet if I judge, my judgment is true. For I am, ear not alone. But I am the Father that sent me. We pass judgment if we decide to judge. But it ain't time for judgment. It's time for grace. It is also written in your law that the testimony of two men is true. I am one that bear witness of myself, and the Father that sent me beareth witness of me, because we are one. So that's two, right? Praise God. Then said they unto him, Where is thy Father? Question. Jesus answered, Ye neither know me nor my father. If ye had known me, ye should have known my father also. These words make Jesus in the treasury. Now, he's in the treasury now. So that means he's right near the, um, he's getting close to the Holy of Holies, okay? As he taught in the temple, and no man laid hands on him, for his hour was not yet come. He's talking to, now he's talking to, these are politicians. Now, the, um, the priesthood at this time ran Israel. But, you know, Rome ran Israel, but they let them have their own state. So, in the priesthood, the Levitical priests, somewhat, which these people are not, scribes and Pharisees, they are not. They were, they're like the government. So he's talking to, like, basically politicians here, okay? And you can't talk to a politician without guards being close even today, right or wrong. You can't talk to a politician rudely because what'll happen? You put in prison, right? Watch this. We make the laws. That's basically what they say. Your laws don't matter. 21. 
Then said Jesus again unto them, I go my way, and ye shall seek me, and shall die in your sins. Whether I go, ye cannot come. Then said the Jews, Will he kill himself? Look, he's suicidal. Because he saith, Whether I go, ye cannot come. And he said unto them, Ye are from beneath. I am Ear Asher God's sacred name again, Yahweh, from above. Ye are of this world. I am not of this world. I am Ear Asher God's sacred name. I said therefore unto you that ye shall die in your sin. For if ye believe not that I am Ea he, Christ, ye shall die in your sins. Period. And that's the truth. That is the truth. 25, because he, he can only speak the truth. Then said they unto him, Who art thou? Question. And Jesus saith unto them, Even the same that I said unto you from the beginning, I have many things to say and to judge of you. Huh. But he that sent me is true. And I speak to the world those things which I have heard of him. True things, the truth. Period. I don't stray from it, Jesus is saying. I only speak the truth. Now again, we learned last, last Wednesday, we learned that the truth will hurt you. Okay? It'll, it'll do what to you? It'll, it'll um, pierce inside of you like a sword, right or wrong. It will hurt. And they're being pierced right now. They understood not that he spake to them of the Father Yahweh, the great I am. 28. Then said Jesus unto them, When ye have lifted up the Son of Man, then shall ye know that I am, he, Christ. So you got two, you got two things here. I am Yahweh. You have He who is Christ Jesus, the Father, the Son, the Spirit is coming, and that I do nothing of myself, but as my Father hath taught me, I speak these things only true. That's it. And He that sent me is with me. The Father hath not left me alone, for I do always those things. That please him and do was pleasing to God as he spake these words, many believed on him. Then said Jesus to those Jews which believe on him, If ye continue in my word, then ye are my disciples indeed. And ye shall know the what? Truth. And the truth shall make you what? Free. Will set you free. The truth sets us free. Glory to God. It does. Lies captivate you. I mean lies um they keep you captive. Lies. And they can be captivated too. But trust me, the truth is better. Amen? Mm -hmm. Listen to this, 33. They answered him, We be Abraham's seed, and were never in bondage to any man. How sayest thou, ye shall be made free? They don't get it, do they? Let's, let's, let's go deeper. Jesus answered them, Verily, verily, truly, truly, I say unto you, Whosoever committeth sin, is the servant of sin. Period. Sin ain't my boss. Right? Don't let sin be your boss. Amen? Don't let your physical, your mind, what's inside of your mind and your heart cause you to be a certain way. Amen? Don't allow that. Don't allow that. That's called tuned. Amen? That's called tuned. That's what that's called. It's called dude. 
Watch this. When me and my wife get into an argument, I say to her, I should say to me, I'm not your enemy. And guess what? It pisses each of us off, right? I know you're not my enemy, but right now I want to yell at you. <laughs> but I'm not your enemy. <laughs> so, who, who are you yelling at? Who, who are you upset with? Who? Who? You, I'm upset with you for what? Something stupid? You, it's not fight worthy. It's not. It's not your enemy. Watch this. 35. And the servant abideth not in the house forever, but the son abideth forever. So therefore you got to become a son. You can't just be a servant. A servant, I can fire servants. Amen? But the son is forever. If the son therefore shall make you free, he shall be free indeed. Indeed. I know that ye are Abraham's seed, but he seek to kill me. He's mocking them here. Because my word have no place in you. My truth that holds no lie or falsehood or deceit. It has no place in you. No whatsoever. Listen to how Christ is talking to them. Watch this. I speak that which I have seen with my father. And ye do that which ye have seen with your father, lowercase f. I want you to notice the two f's here. Father and father. Lowercase f is Satan. Uppercase f is Yahweh. Amen? 39. 39. They answered and said unto him, Abraham is our father. Jesus saith unto them, If ye were Abraham's children, ye would do the works of Abraham. That's a fact. Abraham had his children in what? Line. In line. Watch this. Verse 40. But now ye seek to kill me, a man that hath told you the truth, which I have heard of God. This did not Abraham. Ye do the deeds of your father. Lowercase f again. He ain't get around to telling them who their daddy is. <laughs> then said they unto him, We be not born of fornication. We have one father, even God. Jesus saith unto them, If God were your father, ye would love me. For I proceeded forth and came from God, neither came I of myself, but he sent me. I'm not from no one else but God. Why do you not understand my speech? Even because you cannot hear my words. People, can't, people that cannot hear truth live a lie. It's a fact. 44. 44. Ye are of your father, lowercase f, who? The devil. And the lust of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh the lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of that language. Period. I said all that to you in Genesis chapter 3, did I not? That's who he is. That's who the devil is. So why do we lie? 
Why do we lie? It's not of Yahweh. And it's only of the devil. It's only of Satan. Again, if you love Yahweh and Christ, Satan is your enemy. Amen? He is your enemy. You ever look at the world and look at people and you be like, yo, what's wrong with human beings? Right? And then you be like, oh, Satan. Satan's wrong with human beings. Satan. The devil. If you love Yahweh and Christ and you serve him, Satan's your enemy. If you're Satan's child, you will hate that. You will hate that. That is love and truth. You will try to disguise who you are as a child of Satan by overthinking and lying it's clear to the spirit of Yahweh when a lie is present period and it's clear to Satan when a child of Yahweh is filled with the truth and love and the light of God and the Holy Spirit of God and is present clear it's fourth down in inches either you're going for the win in Christ by faith or you're going to fold and give it to Satan in a loss it's your call do what's right and be blessed forever in Jesus name or or you can claim to be something you're not living a lie. Well, you can just come clean and not lie. Amen? Amen. Simple, right? Watch this, 45. Because God can make you into something very special for him and for those people of the world. 45. And because I tell you the truth, believe me not. He's saying, instead you want to kill me and defraud my name. Which of you convinces me of sin? And if I say the truth, why do you not believe me? Question. Which of you can say you're a sinner? You can't say that to Christ. You can't call Christ a sinner. Amen? Because he's not a sinner. You just can't. He's perfect. He's God. Right? Amen? He's God. What's this? He that is of God hear of God's words. They can hear truth. Ye therefore hear them not because ye are not of God. To hear truth. Okay. And to live truth. You must be of Yahweh. To hear truth. And to live by that truth. You must be of Yahweh. Period. You have to be. Because you can hear the truth when you're hearing, like, oh my God, that makes so much sense. Oh my God, that's correct. Oh my God, that's so correct, right? But as soon as you leave here, as soon as you leave, the other you comes on, right? The one you left outside. The one that's waiting for you in the car, like, it's hot here. Yeah. I wish they hurry up. It's so hot in this car. I just wish they hurry up right now. And then you build it, oh, she's back. Or he's back. I'm so happy. 
I've been waiting. I'm hungry. You hungry? Let's go get something to eat. <laughs> this is what goes on. This is what happens. That's what's waiting for some people in their vehicle or in their home. Some spirits don't even want to ride with you. They're like, okay, I'll see you when you get back in the bed. I'm, I'm sleeping in today. It's Sunday, right? I'm, I'm sleeping in. I'm going to sleep in, and I'll see you later. I can prepare dinner, but I have no physical hands to do so because you're leaving. I'm going to stay home so we can eat together. <laughs> that's, that, that's that wicked spirit. It's trying to leave behind. Here we go. Watch this. 48. Then answered the Jews and said unto him, Say we not well. Do we not have every right to tell you that thou art a Samaritan and hast a devil that you're possessed? Uh oh, what is this? What is this called? Redirecting what? Blame. That's what liars do. They redirect. Well, what about you? Do we not have the right to say that? That's what liars do. That's what people with the spirit of lying do. They redirect stuff. And then you laugh. It's like, yo, they're crazy. This is Satan redirecting blame. Okay? Working through them, redirecting blame. Because he's been found out or exposed by the light of truth. That's what the light does. It will always expose darkness. Truth will cast out lies. That's why he's redirecting truth. This is what humans do because Satan works in them. And he makes all things a lie and dark. You gotta understand what you're dealing with. You gotta know what you're dealing with. I need you to know what you're dealing with. I need you to know that if you begin to do these things, you can say, hold up. I'm wrong, right? I'm a liar. I'm redirecting truth. When I know the truth is supposed to correct me, I'm redirecting it so that it can't correct me. It's pretty wicked, right? 49. Watch this. Jesus answered, I have not a devil, but I honor my father, and ye do dishonor me. You dishonor Christ, you dishonor God. You dishonor God, you dishonor Christ. You dishonor God and the Father, I mean, um, Yahweh and Jesus Christ, you're dishonoring the Holy Spirit. You won't have a problem. And I seek not my own glory. There is one that seeketh in judgment and judgeth. Verily, verily, I say unto you, if a man keep my saying, he shall never see death. Period. Then said the Jews unto him, Oh, we got him now. Now we know that thou hath a devil. Abraham is dead. And the prophets. And thou sayest, If a man keep my sayings, he shall never taste of death. Let me tell you a quick secret. A little story here real quick. When I was younger and I first started teaching, okay, I would love, I would love when I'm teaching this a group of people and there's some old people with old wine in, in the group, right? And they're like, you, I've been told I have a devil, okay? You got a devil. You got the spirit of the devil on you. Who told you that this is the word of God that you're teaching? And then I laugh at them. 
I'd be like, oh, you think it's funny? Yeah, it's pretty funny. I don't think it's funny. I think you're spreading propaganda. Like, let me tell you what's going on. This is exactly what I'll say. Let me tell you what's going on, okay? I'm teaching truth. And because you don't want to hear the truth, because you have the devil... Right? And because you're in falsehood, you come from a raggedy falsehood church. Excuse me? Yeah, I said it. This is young Randall, right? Young Rand Young Randall was ready to take your head and uh, 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 in the name of Jesus. That was young Randall, right? Take your whole head and stick it in the ground, right? And I will piss them off. On purpose. On purpose. Because they were evil. They were very evil. Listen. The people of the world is evil. They are evil. They are evil. When a demon yells and says, Get him out of my house! She wants you to go. I said, she don't want me to go. It wants me to go. It? I said, yeah, the thing inside of her. It wants me to go. But I'm not leaving until it comes out. No, no, no. You ever seen a wall shake? Hmm? You ever seen a whole wall shake? Hmm? No. You ever seen a window shake? There's been an earthquake? And you see everything shake? Try living through an earthquake, but it's nothing but a demon. Okay? Shaking everything in the room. Get him out of here! No! No! Freaking out! Freaking out! Make sure to cast it out more. Right? Make sure you just wanna run right up in there and be like, listen. Oil, oil, oil. Oil, oil, oil. Oil, oil. Right? That's great with a whole bunch of oil in the name of Jesus come out, right? <laughs> They're evil. They're completely evil. And they try to disguise. But there's no disguising anything. When the presence of God is present. 53. Art. Thou greater than our father Abraham, which is dead? Question. And the prophets are dead? Who makest thou thyself? Jesus answered, If I honor myself, my honor is nothing. It is my father, capital F, Yahweh, that honoreth me, whom ye say that he is your God. He's just mocking them all around. He's, he puts them in their place. LOL. 55. Yet ye have not known him, but I know him. And if I should say I know him not, I shall be a liar like unto you. And I don't want to lie. But I know him, and I keep his sayings. Praise God. Praise God. 56. Your father Abraham, he's mocking them. Abraham's not their daddy at all. These are straight-up Kenites. Your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day, and he saw it and was glad. And like, 
Watch this. I'm going to go somewhere. Then said the Jews unto him, Thou art not yet 50 years old, and thou hast seen Abraham? Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, truly, truly, I say unto you, Before Abraham was, I am. Here I should hear. Glory to God. Let's go right to where Abraham is. Okay? Let's go right to um, Genesis 14, 18. Genesis 14, 18. Fourteen, eighteen. What's another name for Jesus Christ? Melchizedek. What does Melchizedek mean, Mother? King of God's elect. Amen. Good job. Verse 18 or 14, if you have a glory. And Melchizedek, this is Jesus Christ. This is what he will go back to in the third earth age. Melchizedek. And Melchizedek, king of Salem, king of peace, brought forth bread and wine. And he was the priest of the Most High God. Now, we only have one Most High God. That's the great I am. Amen. And he blessed him and said, Blessed be Abram. He even changed his name yet. Of the Most High God, possessor of heaven and earth. Now you know what we're talking about. I am. Elohim. Verse 20. And blessed be the Most High God, which have delivered thine enemies into thy hand. And he gave him tenth of all. Abraham paid tithes to Melchizedek. And the king of Sodom, of Sodom said unto Abram, Give me the persons and take the goods to thyself. Now, hold up. Abraham just had to rescue Lot from these fools, from these sodomites, these disgusting, filthy, abominable people. Okay? Same people that live today. Okay? These abominable, disgusting, filthy people. They're called sodomites for a reason because that's what they do. They're disgusting. Amen? Homosexuals. Now, um, Abraham took 300 of his men plus himself, and they went against 5,000 and defeated them by the power of God. Amen? That's the only way you beat in 5,000 versus 300 by the power of God. So now the king of Sodom is telling Abraham because he rescued all of them. He should, have, he should have killed them, but God had something else in plan. And the king of Sodom said unto Abram, Give me the persons for sex trafficking and for um, slaves, and take the goods to thyself. And Abram said to the king of Sodom, I have lifted up mine hand unto the Lord Yahweh, the Most High God, the possessor of heaven and earth. Hold on. What is Abraham saying here? He's saying, this is why you don't take stuff from I don't take stuff from certain people. I just won't. I will not. Right? He's saying, I just literally had wine and bread with the Christ, with Melchizedek, 
the priest of the Most High God. I just literally gave him a tenth of everything that I have. Right? The Most High God. And you expect me to take anything from you? You filthy sodomite, lustful, disgusting abomination thing? Do you really expect me to take anything from you? I was just in the presence of the Most High God. We just did Holy Communion. What did um, uh, Melchizedek bring with him? What did he bring with him to sit with Abraham? Bread and wine. What's the Holy Sacrament? Bread and wine. Glory to God. They just did Holy Communion. It's a holy thing. And you think I'm going to sit and take something from you that's unholy? Watch this. And I will not take from a thread even a shoe latch, latchet. That means a shoestring. The little, even, yeah, shoestring. And that I will not take anything that is thine, lest thou shouldest say, I have made Abram rich. I'm not giving anyone any account. And that's, this is exactly, this is one of the reasons why I don't take a salary. Okay? Because I don't want anyone to say anything to me while um, we made pastor and first lady rich. No, you didn't. You didn't make me rich. God made me wealthy. So therefore, you, you can't say anything to me about you got it because of us. But that's a lie. That's a huge lie. Save only that which the young men have eaten and the portion of the men which went with me. We don't need to read on He's saying they can have something. Let's go to Genesis 18. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. Genesis 18, 1. We're going to run through this real quick, okay? If you have say glory to God. And the Lord Yahweh appeared unto him in the plains of Mamre, and he sat in the tent door in the heat of the day, and he lifted up his eyes and looked and lo, three men stood by him. And when he saw them, he ran to meet them from the tent door and bowed himself toward the ground. He knows exactly who they are. And said, My Lord, if now I have found favor in thy sight, pass not away, I pray thee from thy servant. Let a little water, I pray you, be fetched and wash your feet and rest yourself under the tree. I pray you, rest yourself under the tree. He knows this is Yeshua, this is Jesus Christ, this is Melchizedek and two angels. Okay? Because he already spoke to him when? He spoke to him in what verse? In chapter what? 14. He spoke to him in chapter 14. And this, this is only eight, this is only eight months later. This is only eight months later from when he let Solomon Gomorrah go free. Eight months later. And now God's back to see if he got to destroy them. Yeah, he do. And I will fetch a morsel of bread and comfort ye your hearts after that 
ye have passed on, for therefore ye are come to your servant. And he said, So do, and as thou hast said. So do what you said. And Abraham hasted into the tent unto Sarah. Sarah! And said, Make ready quickly three measures of fine meal, knead it, and make cakes upon the hearth. Now, you've got Sarah doing this. Now, mind you, Sarah couldn't do all this by herself. Okay? Sarah was good, but she couldn't do all this by herself. Luckily, she got servants and stuff to help. And Abraham ran unto the herd and fetched a calf tender and good, the best one he had, and gave it unto a young man. There's those servants. And he hasted to dress it. And he hastened to dress it. And he took butter and milk and the calf which he had dressed and set it before them. And he stood by under them the tree and they did eat. That was quick, right? And they said unto him, Where is Sarah, thy wife? And he said, Behold, in the tent. And he said, I will certainly return unto thee according to the time of life. And lo, Sarah, thy wife, shall have a son. And Sarah heard it in the tent door, which was behind him. Now, they got, let me explain how these tents look. These tents are beautiful. Okay, there's like, imagine... Okay, so imagine, like, see how this room is a box, right? But imagine it with the tent, right? And then imagine the next level with the tent and the box, and the, um, uh, um, a top. And then the next level with the top, and then the next level with the top, okay? And then all the outside with tops, top, ten tops, right? That's how big it was. But they were all, like, laid out, so it was like a range. No, no floors, just a range, all on one level. Massive. Very, very massive. Very beautiful. Now Abraham and Sarah were old and well stricken in age. And it ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of a woman. Her time she's, she's done with menopause. Therefore Sarah laughed within herself, saying, After I am waxed old, after I'm all melt, melted down like a candle, shall I have pleasure, my Lord being also old? Now, Sarah was fine as heck, okay? And then listen, Sarah was fine, right? She was gorgeous, right? So the old, her old age didn't matter, amen? And the Lord Yahweh said unto Abraham, Wherefore did Sarah laugh, saying, Shall I of a um, certainty bear a child which am old? Now, you don't want God to hear you laugh. And you also don't want God to pretty much hear you lie, right? Is anything too hard for the Lord Yahweh? At the time appointed, I will return unto thee, according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. Then Sarah denied, uh-oh, saying, I, I laugh not, for she was afraid. And he said, Nay, but thou didst laugh. You can't hide nothing from God. He heard you. He, he's in the other room, and he knew you laughed. He's in the other room, and he knew you laughed. That's not proof of reading one's mind. I don't know what it is. Amen. And the men rose up from thence and looked toward Sodom, and Abraham went with them to bring them on their way. And the Lord Yahweh said, 
Shall I hide from Abraham that thing which I do? Seeing that Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. For I know him. Listen to this. I know Abraham. That he will command his children and his household after him. And they shall keep the way of the Lord Yahweh to do justice and judgment. That the Lord Yahweh may bring upon Abraham that which he hath spoken of him. Glory to God. There was a lot that was said right here. A whole lot. God saying, Christ saying, <clears throat> should I tell Abraham? Should I tell him? No doubt this was Gabriel and Michael with Jesus Christ. Okay? The two highest angels. Should I tell Abraham what I'm going to do? See why now? He's going to make sure his children, after he's long gone, and his children's children, follow you the way they're supposed to. Amen? So I can tell, you can tell him secret, you can trust him. You can be open with Abraham. Amen? I want you to see the relationship when you're not a liar. Okay? When you speak truth. When you're not a liar, when you when you're not a liar, you have every opportunity to connect to God the way you're supposed to connect to God. Amen. But when you are a liar, they, those cords go away. They go away. They vanish because you're a liar. And and Satan's present. Amen. I want you to see that. God is only just in fear and all that he does. And he allowed, if I keep going, he allowed Abraham to talk. Lord, if there's one Lord, just one. Just one person who's righteous in this wicked town. Will you save it? And God said, yes, I'll save it for one. Speaking of lot. Because his wife wasn't worth horse knot. Okay? She wasn't worth, she wasn't worth nothing. And horse knot is thick. It's extremely thick. <laughs> it is nasty. Let's close out. Let's go to Revelations 22. Ain't closing. Oh, wait, 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 whoa, whoa, hold on. We gotta go back to um we gotta get finished with um eight chapter eight. Almost done. Verse 57 of chapter 8 of John. No, verse 58, verse 58. Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily I say unto you, before Abraham was, I am. He created Abraham. You see how dope that is, though? Huh? You see how fresh God is? Huh? How wonderful he is? He said, before Abraham was, I am. I created him. Watch this. Then took they up stones to cast at him. But Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple, going through the midst of them, and so passed by. And not one person laid a hand on him at all. Glory to God. Because that's Jesus. Revelation 22, 7 in closing. And they have said, glory to God. Behold, I come quickly. Blessed is he or she that keepeth the saying of this prophecy of this book. You're blessed if you keep the saying of the prophecy of this book. And I, John, saw these things and heard them. And when I had heard and seen, I fell down to worship before the feet of the angel which showed me these things. Then said he unto me, See thou do it not, I am thy fellow servant, 
and of thy brethren the prophets, Jeremiah, and of them which keep the saying of this book, worship God. That's it, worship God. God alone. And he saith unto me, seal not the saying of this prophecy, of this book, for the time is at hand. Amen? He that is unjust, let him be unjust still. God gonna deal with him. Amen? Simple as that. And he which is filthy, let him be filthy still. God gonna deal with him. And he that is righteous, let him be righteous still. God's gonna bless him. And he that is holy, let him be holy still. God's gonna bless him. And behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me, to give every man according as his work shall be. Period. You get rewarded by what you do. I am Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Blessed are they that do his commandments, that they may have right to the tree of life, which he told you not to touch in Genesis. If you get to know him, you have the tree of life. You can pluck from the fruit. Amen? And may enter in through the gates into the city, the holy city. For without our dogs, read this with me, sorcerers, murderers, dialers, and whosoever loveth and maketh a lie, whoever loves to do it and makes a lie, they're outside of the gate. They're always on the outside looking in anyway, right? I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. Seven churches. I am, Eashaeer, the root of the offspring of David, and the bright and morning star, and the spirit, which is the wife of Christ, and the bride, say, come. The bride is the wife-to-be, say, come, and let him that is a thirst come, and whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. What you gonna do with it? For I testify unto every man that heareth the words of the prophecy of this book. If any man shall add unto these things, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. You don't want those. And if any man shall take away from the words of this book of the prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life. You don't want that either. And out of the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. He which testify these things saith, Surely I come quickly. Amen. Even so, come Lord Jesus, come. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Amen. So listen, you won't be blessed if you try to change the truth to fit your life. That is what? A lie. Amen. You can't do that. That's a lie. Right? That's a clear lie. It's of the devil. Only follow love and truth and leave off all lies and falsehood and deception and fakeness and, and double-mindedness, hate, envy, jealousy, pride, lust, usury, self-introspection, and all unholiness. Only trust the truth and it will free you. That's the honest truth. Remember to stand the grace of God because that's me. I want you to bless you. I love 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 you.
Were you moved by today's message? Download it now via our website for a donation of $10. Help us sow a seed of truth around the world, donate any amount today. Thank you and God bless you.